Good afternoon and welcome to MoneyWeb at Midday. My name is Sasha Clanting. On the corporate front, there is a new twist in the Techie Town saga. You might remember that the founders sold Techie Town to Steinhoff back in 2016 and it currently forms part of the Steinhoff subsidiary Petco. But this tra- transaction is being challenged after Steinhoff acknowledged encountering irregularities and fraud in its financial report. The relationship between Techie Town and Petco has soured to the point that the Techie Town founders have gone ahead with plans to open a competing discount footwear brand called Mr. Techie. With me, I have Bernard Mostert, the former CEO of Techie Town and now the CEO of Mr. Techie. Good afternoon, Bernard. Good afternoon, Sasha. I hope you're well, and it's nice to be able to speak to you about something slightly more positive than our most recent discussions around court cases and litigation and the like. Exactly. And it seems as if you've gone quite far with your plans. You plan to have a network of stores up by November. Is that correct? Yeah, we will We will roll out by the end of November. We anticipated we will open about 15 stores at the end of November of this year. And certainly things have moved very fast for us following um, Darby van and myself resigning from Star in June. Uh, it was an interesting mm. period for us because we were engaged on many fronts by people that were um, interested in talking to us. Um, and we enjoyed those conversations very much. And all those conversations converging actually led Brahm and ourselves to see um, an opportunity in the market that is um, something that we want to pursue and that we're excited to pursue. Well, it seems you have done a lot of homework in this regard. Are you expecting a legal challenge from Pitcore? The names of the two brands are very similar, and I'm sure they won't take this lightly. Well, Mr. Techie, the trademark and the registered name is a name that we acquired from the previous owner who had actually registered it um, in the 90s before Tegitown even mm-hmm. existed. And we are we privileged to, at one stage, he was a competitor, but he was always a friendly competitor of ours, and he was happy to sell it to us um, because he also believes that it will now finally bring his original vision for it to life. So we expect Pepco has made a lot of noise in the press about the fact that they will challenge it, and if they want to challenge it, then um, they must, and we will obviously defend it. But we're the rightful owners mm-hmm. of that name, and that trademark has been registered for a long time. Bernard, I see the intention is to run the two brands, so Techie Town and Mr. Techie, side by side, once all of the legal processes to return Techie, down, Techie Town to the founders, to the consortium, is finalized. But is that process remotely close to being finalized? No, and I and I don't foresee it to be to be finalized um, in the next few years, at least, because I think as Steinhoff continues to unravel and people get to understand exactly what happened there, um, that that process will will take on a life of its own. Of course, our court case, to the very first case that we launched is seeking restitution. In other words, the return of our shares in Tekitan in exchange for the shares that we got from Steinhoff. And we believe that that will happen. And as a result, we don't really care to start a competitor for Tekitan because we know that Tekitan is something that we will manage again one day. 
Um, so Mr. Techie we see as a completely different story and a different narrative, and we're excited to and we're excited to bring it to market. When you say it's a different story, are you following a similar model? Will it also be a, a low cost for toy distributor, or is it profoundly different? No, it it is. We view it to be profoundly different. Certainly, from the days when Dom started Techie Town, the market has changed significantly. Um, you know, back in those days, Omnichannel wasn't as big a player, if at all. And we've seen the arrival of many great players on the scene since, and we've seen the demise of some previously great players. So, if you look at, there's very few businesses that are genuinely deep innovation businesses like Facebook and Microsoft and etc. But there's a lot of businesses that that learn and take something that has happened in other markets and bring it to a localized market. And with Mr. Techie, that is part of, of what we're doing because we've seen the movement internationally in terms of discount retail and omnichannel retail. And um, this brand new platform and a, so a blank slate gives us a chance to bring some of the best in breed that we see in those markets to local shores because we shop fitting and designing a new concept that will serve people in a different way. So, um, and as far as people call it a competitor to Take It Down, not at all because we believe that Take It Down will ultimately be restored to us once the sign-off um, court cases have been concluded. Okay. Well, thank you for your time, Bernard. I'm, I'm sure you and the PEPCOR shareholders are, are looking forward to a resolution to the saga. But as you say, life goes on. And uh, we wish you well with Tiki Town. Thanks, Sasha. As I say, it's nice to bring something positive to market. We will continue to pursue the items that were wronged in the past, but certainly there's a new energy amongst us as we look forward. Good. Well, thank you. Uh, Meanwhile, in the market today, watchers are keeping a sharp eye on the RAND which along with the Mexican peso and Indonesian rupee is being hammered by events in Turkey. The lira fell to record lows in Asian and European trading this morning as markets wait for the Turkish central bank to unveil measures to stabilize that currency. However, it seems Prime Minister Erdogan remains defiant, calling the situation an economic war and refusing to adjust monetary and economic policy despite the country facing runaway inflation, hundreds of billions of dollars in foreign debt, and one of the world's largest current account deficits. Mm-hmm. It seems the Prime Minister is also determined to stare down U.S. President Donald Trump in a worsening trade spat with the U.S. Turkey's troubles have sparked contagion in other emerging markets and caused fears among European banks, which are very exposed to Turkish debt. To say it's a bit of a mess is an understatement. On the international front, there is a sea of red. The FTSE is down half a percent. The DAX is down half a percent. The CAC 40 is down 0.26%. Um, and in Asia, stocks declined as well on the, on the back of turmoil in Turkey. The Nikkei index is down almost 2%. The Shanghai index is down and Hang Seng is down 1.5%. Surprisingly, in amongst all of this, the JSE is largely in the green today with the all share trading up half a percent. 
at 58,021 points. Resources are up by over a percent. Industrials are up. And the gold index is up a smidgen. But when industrials are up, financials are down by 0.31%. On the, on the share front, strong performances came in from the FMCG group Lipstar Holdings. Uh, we saw Imperial preference shares up on news that Imperial plans to buy these out. And coal miner, MC Mining, Nivea's Grand Parade, and Adcorp are having a good day. JC losers include the battle construction firm Avenge, Namibian Group Trusco, Print Company Novus, Ascenders Health, and Embattled Advanced Healthcare. Needless to say, on the currency front, it's not pretty. The Rand has fallen almost 3% this morning to 14.46 to the dollar, uh, 18.46 to the pound, and 16 Rand 50 to the euro. And the fall in the Rand is perhaps well illustrated by the price of Bitcoin. On Thursday, one Bitcoin would cost you 84,238 Rand. Today, it will cost you 93,642 Rand. Rather than Bitcoin, though, money is flowing very much into safe haven assets like the US dollar and the Japanese yen. Seems the Lira's plunge reminded investors of past crises in emerging markets and is very much rattling nerves. Our market commentator today is David Shapiro, Deputy Chairman of Sassman Securities. Afternoon, David. Hello, Sasha. <laughs> nice, nice summary. <laughs> I, I, I think what uh, <laughs> when you speak to the all share index, uh, um, funny enough, markets, global markets, haven't fallen that much. They are a little rattled. I think there's another point that we seem to overlook on Friday was the inflation numbers in the U.S., which were uh, mm. above forecast and also uh, gave the dollar a bit of a boost. So that and above, you know, the Turkey uh, crisis as well has pushed the dollar very strong. And, you know, the Rand at 1444, mm. that means we're about, you mentioned that 3%. Now, so of course, if you look at uh, US, I mean, uh, UK stocks where a lot of our heavyweights are listed, um, they're down a fraction. But once you translate them back in the same way as you did that Bitcoin, of course, that's pushed our market up. So we're getting a quite a big okay. boost from uh, pure translation of uh, foreign listed stocks and all into the, the RAND. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that's given us that kind of lift you're talking about. Outside of that, there's no drama. I mean, shares are down, but uh, there doesn't seem to be uh, a, a real exit or a stampede out of our market. It has been going down for some time now, particularly in what you can call SA Inc. stocks. You know, banks and retailers have been uh, trending down. I say trending down because um, it's not in, uh, in in one direction. The days when they come up and that, but overall, uh, there's still nervousness around our market. But uh, today, I, I'm I'm quite surprised that there hasn't been that stampede, and uh, people are still keeping their heads and, 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 you know, still looking for bargains. What do you make of it? I mean, is the dollar going to get stronger? Um, can we make a call on the rand in all of this? Is it you know, you, you've just got to bite your tongue. You know, just bite your tongue. We've been through crises like this before. What happens when they spike? It takes a bit of time for it to settle down, but I doubt whether uh, we'll remain as weak as we are. Uh, the problem is that as long mm. as it remains weak, then it does 
cause problems with uh, you know with fuel prices and imports and that. Um, you know, one doesn't know how long this will last, but I think in times of spikes like this, we've generally seen the market settle down. So I wouldn't mm. be surprised mm. if we certainly go below 40, more towards that 1350 level. But I don't want to call it time. Okay. You know, it could take months. So, um, but it, it's disturbing and it's going to cause higher oil prices. And so brace yourself for it. Yeah. But I mean, it only might be short-lived. Well, that doesn't help the SA Inc. stocks that you're talking about because if they no. have to face higher input prices, already mm. uh, a revenue and turnover numbers are, are looking flattish. So those shares, you know, as as the numbers come through, those shares aren't likely to to see much growth going forward. No, it, it's going to be, you know, if you well, for us, we just sit there and commentate, you know, like we know everything, you know, we're all know-it-alls. But uh, <laughs> if you're in business pressure, you know, you've got to make decisions. It's, it's a lot more difficult. You know, when do you pay for it? When do you cover? Uh, you know, you, you talk about companies like AdCorp, uh, which which have to import their ingredients uh, from overseas, and you know, turn them into drugs and turn them into profits. Very difficult because it's a, you know it's it's very uh, volatile. And so, when do you cover? You know, and especially with spikes like that. So those mm. are the businesses that I think are facing the kind of pressure. But from our point of view, yes, I say hold on, and you know, it's very smart of me to to make these calls. But a lot more difficult if you're in the if you know you're Always. actually operating. It's always but, uh, easier to sit on the on the sidelines. And David, yeah. what do you make of of the the guys at um, Techie Town? This this battle between Techie Town and Pipco is is not going away. It seems to be intensifying. No. And the founders have said, "Well, to hell with mm. you. We're going ahead with our our own brand. This legal yeah. process is going to take far too long." I agree. You know, it's it's very very difficult. The problem is that by the time all of this unfolds and unravels, I mean. Uh, it, it's difficult to to maintain uh, that kind of business because it's always going to be overhanging. So probably they are taking the right kind of action, but this is going to be a fight, and you know, uh, amongst lawyers, um, they want to go in business. They've been they've really lost. I mean, not not crying poverty for them, but that's unfair because uh, they built up a super business which they sold in taking a huge knock. So they want to try now recover what they've done and ambition them. Yeah. and they're going to be hurt or or inhibited or obstructed by the law, you know, by how long it takes to get this through, um, mm. you know, mm. to get to get through the law court. I I feel very sorry for them, but you the know, it, it it's, takes, I think this course, is going to be on the, our horizon for a long time. Mm. Well, the the problem, of course, then is that the longer it takes, the the more damage is done to the original mm. brand, and perhaps shareholders are are also the losers. They've already paid a high price with the whole Steinhoff. I would run away. I can't. Uh, I'm, I just look at the value at which some of the shares are trading, and people have got a lot of faith, but I suppose they're just buying an option. But I, I find it very mm. difficult to see any of these businesses coming out uh, in the green. I think it's going to be very difficult. And hence, Techie Town says, okay, we know where we are. Let's get on with it and rebuild instead of waiting mm. uh, for mm. the slow death, you know, which is happening. We're being squeezed and squeezed out of air. Let's just get on and rebuild and forget about all of this. So I, I, I mm. you know, I think mm. the attitude is uh, the right one. And, uh, um, I can't say I support them. It's not fair for me to make any kind of call like that. But you know, I certainly sympathise mm-hmm. with where they are. Interesting times indeed. 
on local markets <laughs> and international markets, it, it seems. <laughs> well, that was David Shapiro with us on Money Web at Midday. Until tomorrow, thank you. Goodbye.